Ho, 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 ho. Hello. Santa Matt here. Getting ready for the holidays. My holiday. While I'm finishing up my naughty list, dotting the T's, crossing the I's, I'd like to hear about your naughty list. What has been your worst holiday experience? Has anyone ever tried to go mistletoe to toe with you during Black Friday? Have you ever been verbally assaulted after Christmas mass because you've sold out of the Turbo Man? Did your uncle hit the eggnog a little too hard and spread some Christmas cheer all over the kitchen? Go ahead and let Santa know here. Ho 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 ho! thing you see is Finn just dragging his treats towards you. <laughs> He's just like pawing my face like, meh, meh. Before you go. God, he looks dead right now. Speaking of dead, little bub died. I saw that. That made me really sad. I, I, I hated that it made me sad. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture of it right now. I'm kind of sad. It's not been a great year for internet cats, man. Has anyone checked on the keyboard cat? Like, are we good? Got something to tell it you. Has to be like thirty. Got something to tell you. <laughs> no. Wait, what's the funeral song? I was gonna do the, the "Here Comes the Bride" <laughs> I thought instead. You, thought you were gonna do the, it's, the "Not It's Always Sunny," the uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> The cat died. I looked up Piano Cat, and there was a lawsuit. What happened? There's a lawsuit 2013. Do, do, do. He became a lawyer. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the cat's just like, you think all I know is piano? Also a lawyer. <laughs> I'll knock this case off the table. <laughs> <laughs> your Honor, if I could direct your attention to... <laughs> just knock it down. <laughs> this should just be a, a whole TV series of just cats. Of just meme cats. Grumpy cat, scumbag, Steve type of cat. <laughs> Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. And welcome to Three uh, Hours Later. <laughs> Woo! Yay! We are leading it. it for you. I'm leading it this time, guys. <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome to Three I'm Hours Later. It. My name is Alex. And joining me is, as always, my co-host, Matt. Hello. And Mike. I'm here. And we are doing Wait, a slightly different. But I'm over here. You what? Damn it. I'm, I'm like in and out of Discord. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Uh, so we're doing a slightly different episode uh, today. We're just doing a grateful episode. We are saying what we're grateful for because that's enough uh, Pokemon and Star Wars talk. Although it might be uh, what we're grateful. You think, you think well. we're done? <laughs> it it yeah, might so be. Spoilers. Might one of mine is definitely something you just said. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, Pokemon's yeah, think... probably one of mine too, and Star Wars. Never mind. We're so grateful <laughs> oh, for that. Episode's shit. over. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To- <laughs> there we go. Thanks for yeah. So uh, we're gonna do a tip your waiter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna do a round robin of what we are grateful for. And since I've ruined one of Mike's, did you want to just start us off, Mike? Sure. Um. So <laughs> first, first uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. We're just we're, we're coming off of Thanksgiving, so this is kind of what the point of this episode is: kind of giving thanks to the things that we love. 
Okay, now go. Okay. Um, and yeah, and I want to I want to just start with a kind of apologizing to everybody because it is it is pretty much my fault that we're doing this episode instead of our normal uh we we're going to do a recap and review of um Humphrey the Wilder people, but turns out Black Friday is something we need to prepare for and I had not prepared for it in any regard for this podcast. I'd re- I'd prepared for it in uh, my personal life very well, but forgot about this. So, one more week till we get back to normal. Where the where the stepchild? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm not used to having things I care about outside of work, and it really upset me that I that I forgot about like everything that I would have going on over the last week. So I appreciate you guys like taking the time to uh, record like three Discord episodes in a row, even though we'd rather be in person. And appreciate everyone who's listening for like not getting very angry with us for just like jumping around doing weird one off episodes left and right. But uh, I promise you, yeah, that you guys didn't even get to see my unshaven face. For my shaving, yeah, I was growing back. It grew back so quickly, like I'm. There'd be no difference for me. So, like, like a child, object permanence is okay with me. I'm, I'm fine. I can, I can (laughs) trust who you are. But uh, yeah. So for my first thing, I'm thankful for this year. We're we're trying to keep out of our like personal best of the year um lists, and we're trying to make sure that we're not just like you know talking about just the last thing we did. So. This gives us the option to talk about things from earlier in the year, from maybe before we had the podcast, or just things we really like that, you know, we just haven't talked about a lot. But uh, my first one is really going to be the X-Men comics that have been coming out. Um, Earlier this year, uh, Jonathan Hickman basically got free reign to do a complete reboot on X-Men, and he started with uh, two books called House of X and Powers of X. And they they were so good. They basically just rebooted everything X-Men related, didn't get rid of continuity, but just kind of did that great thing comic books can do where they say like, okay, all that stuff happened, but we don't care anymore. And it's really revitalized X-Men. Like they just actually relaunched the line proper. And this is the first time in uh, honestly like a decade that I've cared about X-Men comic books. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. I didn't though. Proud of me. (laughs) Um, asparagus, but, uh, it, it's pretty great. So like, if you guys look around or if you guys look around, if you guys look under your seats, there's a copy. Oh, hey, there it is. Um, if you guys yeah. look for it, it's only, uh, 12 issues for those two to get it kind of restarted. And off of those, you can tell if it's something you want to continue to read. But, um, I believe it's out as a trade paperback. If not, it's going to be coming out very, very soon, but it's, it's really good. It just tells this really great story where it really embraces the, absurdity of the x-men where it's this crazy spacefaring mutants that have their own island and just get nuts and it also kind of recontextualizes it for for now because the x-men have always worked in my opinion when they are kind of like talking about the social issues of the day like it started as an allegory for um racism then sjw's <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just an SJW book. sjw's But um, it started as like a book that was about um, really had like racial uh, undertones and so far as like talking about like people being discriminated against. Then it moved into a little bit more about like uh, not gender identity based, but like uh, sexuality based. And with what they've gone into now, it's just kind of taking all that full circle and bringing it to what it would be in 2019. And it's really cool because it feels as fresh as like when Ultimate Comics launched. But it's all in continuity. And so I really, really like that. I am grateful for X-Men. I'm still watching the, the Adam and Eve I did series. watch it. 
Yeah, that's on Disney Plus. I was watching that the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Up to. I, I want to get how short the, uh, Jubilee that, is. That... She's one Wolverine. I'm just thinking about Morph now. Wasn't Morph super short? Morph was whatever he wanted to be. Morph. That's true. <laughs> All I want Morph is to be back home with Wolverine. Um, but yeah, what were you gonna say though? You were looking for what? Who? What? Oh, okay. Well, we're already broken. Oh, I was gonna watch it. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see if I could find the uh, the series that got canceled before this one with the uh, Australian or yeah, Australian Wolverine. Oh yeah. God, that one. That one was weird. I think that was like a special they put out, like a one-off special. Well, now it was supposed to be a series, but well, it got canceled it or like never got picked happened. up. Yeah. Um, but it lo- the animation looks the same as the the one that we know. Oh yeah, they well because that yeah they took a lot of the same look of it and it made the uh, that '90s cartoon. But uh, so who wants to go next with the first thing they're grateful for? I will go. Hey Matt, I go do it. Oh god, um, I'm gonna not do the top one I have because it's gonna be super obvious. I'll do it later. But I'll say I am thankful for horror movies. Um, I think we that was one of the funnest things that we've done this this year with the podcast was you know we got to watch a bunch of horror movies and of course that's my favorite genre and i think we said it previously that we're kind of in a new golden age of horror movies so i think we're getting a lot of good stuff i mean we had uh you know it was was great um chapter ones and two we had a lot of stephen king stuff actually so like dr sleep um shutter is fantastic right now it's got a lot of good stuff and I'm just happy that, you know, we're not getting the schlocky, like, kind of teen horror stuff anymore. We're getting, like, serious, scary stuff that's not afraid to be R. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I even enjoyed the last... Horror. <laughs> horror. What I really enjoyed the last couple... I always sound like I'm of... saying horror. Like I know. Horror. <laughs> uh, horror. <laughs> Thank you, horror. Uh, what was going to say? Thank you, whores. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say, too, is the last few years, like, Quiet Place... And um, I can't remember right now that Sandra Bullock Netflix movie. Yeah, uh, uh, Bird Bird Box. Bird Box. There's been a lot more like suspense in horror too. Um, if if you'd even um umbrella those together, like from growing up, I always remember like the the hardcore. Like you have to have like just blood everywhere, kind of gore to like scare people. But what I've always enjoyed about true like horror movies is like the suspense you get from from a movie, something that you feel like. Uh, in a quiet place, uh, she hurts herself really bad uh, uh, by stepping on on something. On and a nail. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, right through, you know, and it's just like you feel her pain, and it's well, quiet. Yeah, I think the the audience like gasped at that point more than she mm-hmm. did. Yeah, yeah. Don't I don't need yeah. like the foot to like be completely cut off. Like I, I'd rather have that suspense, the story, the what that person is going through, and I think we we're getting that yeah. more and more. Yeah, I think you're right, especially with um, a lot of slow burn movies. Um, like I, I loved uh, Hereditary. I thought that was great. I didn't like The Witch so much, but again, I think we said this before. I appreciate what The Witch did for horror because I think we kind of exploded from there on out where this was a horror movie, but it was also an art piece to some people. So it became it entered into a new uh, audience, I think, from there on. Well, yeah, and, and like I really love the fact that, you know, this year I watched Doctor Sleep, which is a pretty classic Hollywood style horror movie. And I loved it. Um, I finally watched ready or not the other day and that movie blew my mind. It's so good. We just, we started it, but the, uh, the server crashed in the middle of it. I'm so sorry. It's so good. I love that movie so much. And, um, 
it really kind of shocked me because it's hilarious. I think it's a really, like, really, really funny movie, but it also has those moments you're talking about, Alex, where, like, just something happens that's so visceral and you can feel it. Um, but yeah. then I also, like, went and watched The Lighthouse, which is by the same director who made uh, The Witch. And which, yeah, I do want to see that one. And that it was it was mental. It, it was just the weirdest, cool movie I've seen. And I love that all of those are somehow in the same genre. Like, I like that I'm saying, oh, I like horror. And it's all these random ass movies. And today at work, uh, I walked into the break room and the faculty was on. And it made me remember like faculty faculty. Yeah. Well, it just made me remember, though, like there was a period of time where like that was the horror movie for the year. Like that was like yeah. the main like, oh, here it looks it's a scary movie where the the teachers are monsters. But it wasn't a T-1000. Yeah, but it wasn't like telling us like a, a a cautionary tale or it had nothing more to say. It wasn't like, you know, does not to sound like a pretentious dick, but it wasn't art. It was just a uh, movie. Drugs are good. Well, yeah, drugs. I mean, it did teach me that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just really cool when you go now and you can just look at horror as a. As like a surface level idea that you can put everything else around. Right, there's a ton of subgenres, I guess. There's, you know, comedy horror, drama horror, suspense horror. I guess, like, maybe action horror would be, like, your pure violent type of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I think uh, horror... Mo- Jesus. Sorry, I just got a baby... Hooray. I got a baby Yoda thrown at me. It scared me. Speaking of horror. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I, I think you're... I, I, You know, we like you said, we've talked about it a lot of times, but I think we're just constantly being proven right that, like... It, there is a renaissance going on for horror movies and it's great. Yeah, get out us also going to mention those. I always forget us. That's like guess. legitimately one of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it came out so yeah. early in the year. That's true. Yeah. 2019 has been the longest decade of my life. Well, check, check that. Even years, <laughs> even comedy horror, it, like little monsters is the Jesus. Like, yes. Yeah. That movie is so good biggest hidden gem of 2019 and it's so good one cut of the day one, one cut, yeah dude like man this was a did you finally watch it mike no i started watching oh, okay. i started watching i fell asleep <sighs> and i'm so sorry but then i was also we told could do to it watch whole... it by the guys who Let... uh do red letter media and so i believe oh, that's them. right i was gonna mention i was gonna mention yeah red letter media watched it so mike has to watch it now yeah i just <laughs> wait for them to tell me what to watch and i go watch it it's just that thing mike or matt was mentioning eh. Well, you really ruined the podcast right there. That impression <laughs> just destroyed us. That was Finn. No, so I was trying he's, to, he's just asleep on my foot and I'm afraid to move. <laughs> I was trying to refresh my mind too of like what what happened in 2019. Like there's so many movies and TV shows and those are like an editorial on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Of Someone made a list, their list of best movies. And Matt, guess which was their number one pick out of 144 movies? Of this year? Yeah. Uh, us? Detective Pikachu? The, their number Alex, one. Alex, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it, it cut out. So I'm sorry. This is going to be, this going to happen. <laughs> but their uh, number one pick was One Cut of the Dead. Number one pick. Yes. I've not and heard a like, single wow. bad thing about it. That makes me feel smart. <laughs> it's unique. It's definitely like one of the most unique movies of 2019. Yeah, even I wonder if it counts. I mean, I think it technically came out like 2016, just over here. It came out 2019. Even the uh, the guys from Red Letter Media were saying like you you don't want to go into that movie knowing anything about it. Yeah, and they're they're usually yeah, pretty good I, about they'll spoil stuff because they don't even care. I mean, which I respect, but 
I like that this movie was a big enough deal. They're like, we're not spoiling this. You you got to go in and just trust us. It's great. Yeah, that's the main reason I didn't want to talk about it. Um, previously with Alex on the podcast, just more in person. Because you do need to watch that one blind. And that's uh, I just I literally like I paused it and just had the fattest grin on my face at some point. And <laughs> that's when I fell in love with it. Aww. <laughs> Man, apparently the entire cast of Rise of, uh, Rise of Skywalker was at Galaxy's Edge today. I'm not hearing some good news about that movie, Mike. See, it's interesting because I'm hearing the news where they're saying that everybody who's saying that those uh those test screenings were bad, uh, Lucasfilms come out going like, dude, we haven't done test screenings. Ooh. I think that people just really don't want to like Star Wars because they're mad about certain things about it that if they had to confront what those things meant, they'd have to face that they're kind of racist. Or maybe like a little bit misogynistic fuck droids well yeah i mean they're pieces of shit that's why we don't serve their kind here <laughs> uh yeah i'm, I'm looking for it i don't want i don't want to like jump into it into it just earlier today i read some like not some not so good stuff but i'm still looking forward to it well i hope you're ready for later because i'm gonna talk about it yep I had a feeling <laughs> right. uh so alex what do you think for four so okay and i had Forgive me, my Discord is going out because I'm going to uh, kind of go into a little bit of uh, my love for for podcasts, but in a in a different light. So uh, when I, when we first started this podcast, you know, it was really hard to, especially in Twitter. I, I never really used Twitter. I had Twitter for the longest time, but I was still trying to get used to how to like promote our podcast on Twitter. It's such a it's such a different world. Uh, from Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, anything else, it's it's different. And so, what I did on my uh, as a side kind of project was created Pod People, and I just wanted to support these indie podcasts. And it kind of just it kind of blew up as far as like people, like the community itself, wanted to be a part of it. Like awesome, like I'm I'm finding other podcasts that would have normally found. And the only reason I started it was because some of the other ones were a little bit too big. Um, and there was like little fish in the pond is what I felt like. I'm, I'm just, who am I? I'm just starting out. And uh, from there, I just got real connected with certain just different podcast podcasters out there around from Canada, Ireland, UK, um, obviously the US. And from there, when Podchaser came out, you could create your Time own get list. Yeah, I gotta catch them all. That's someone chasing a pod. <laughs> and so I created Pod, pod Nation. <laughs> I created a I created Pod Nation as a as a group, and and you could create your own group. And what I did was I just created a direct message like, "Hey, do you guys? I've been following you guys for for a while. I know you guys supported my podcast, vice versa. I'm creating this list. Do you guys want just want to be a part of it?" And they didn't you know. Son I, of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> exactly it's like yeah totally in and this this group of, i have a I have two direct messages because twitter limits it to 50 but we talk every single day it's about podcasts and sometimes it's just about our lives like it's kind of just crazy it's just a good group of people and i have i'm so grateful for this group that i've i've created because i've I've learned so much about podcasts, but I've also been really appreciative of the podcast community. Um, I mean, just just to name a few, I have like sixty five on this group, but just to name name a few: uh, Coffin Cast, 
uh, Eat right, Crime. Give me your favorites. Uh, my favorites? Yeah, I have all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know Eat Crime, Matt. You definitely helped them out. Uh, they're one yeah. of our biggest supporters. They're they're awesome. Um, Three Spook Girls, Bottom of the Stream, History Cash. I mean, I've even done episodes with uh, a couple from from Paul Nation, uh, Geek Freaks, which turns out. Yeah, did we plug that before? Uh, we we mentioned it, um, but we didn't. Yeah, give give a rundown of the episode that you did. Yeah, so we did two uh, episodes. So one was Geek Freaks, which is crazy enough. We were like, hey, we got to do this in November. Are you, are you down? Like, yeah, absolutely. Just not on the 17th because that's my birthday. Hey. Turns out we had the exact same birthday. And we're like, no way. Like, I'm turning, I'm, you know, I'm, that's my birthday too. And it just, it was, it was like, and we clicked on, on, on Discord. We, we did a, a episode uh, of different things, like who would win. Um, and and a few things that that came out that that week, so definitely check like out between Geek the two Freaks. Of you? Between what? Between like who would win? Who between would win between the two of you? Oh, definitely me. Well, yeah, like <laughs> you, you find him in the street. Yeah, street rules. Oh, street 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 rules. Yeah, for me for sure. Now, Kenny Frank from <laughs> Geek Geek Freaks. Um, not really, but uh, yeah, like Darth Vader versus uh Voldemort. Uh, different different, and it was so much fun. Um, so that that just that's just one of the topics. Oh, I think um, I, I I tweeted you guys. I said that Darth Vader would win because Voldemort couldn't even kill one child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I uh, voted Darth, Darth Vader as well. And uh, and Nerd Bunker is another uh, podcast uh, that we did an episode with. Uh, that episode is uh, not out yet. Uh, he's, he's compiling a, a list of different podcast interviews and and released them all at once. But definitely check check them out. I mean, there's there's so so many different podcasts I interact with. Uh, so if you guys definitely want, if you're interested on Podchaser, it's the the list is called Pod Nation. So definitely check them out. I vouch for each and every one of them. It's not like I was like, hey, you're popular, please join my list. Or no, we all have. I think the most someone has like five thousand followers, but on average, one thousand is like yeah, we're trying to strive for one thousand. I mean, I really wanted people that were starting out and I, um, uh, to help them out with things I've learned in just these six months alone, I wanted to, uh, give my advice, whatever I could have, and I could definitely, uh, learn from others. So it's just a grateful, um, interactions I've had. Uh, so definitely pod nation, anyone from there, if you're listening, you know, uh, definitely appreciate you guys. Alex just bumped his chest and made a peace sign. That was, that was really aggressive, Alex. <laughs> um i want to add to that uh of course uh sean's podcast wdim because he's a friend of the show he's been on it i've been on his a few times in the past and he does our music thank you sean he actually invited me to well me as an us uh to our to his group as well um on twitter so we've been interacting with a, a few of those podcasts out there so it's, it's definitely a uh, a community that uh, we got the we got the, we got the east coast and the west coast yeah we do we're all over worldwide the Pitbull of podcasts. <laughs> I uh, I gotta be on Twitter sometimes. I just I have so little time that it kills me because if I open Twitter, I, that's like the next two hours of my day. So I got to the point where I just can't even open it. I'll go on like a mini spree every now and then. I used to be way more active, but I don't know. Like, just fell out of love with it. Like around 2010, 2011. Well, I'm going to throw out there that I'm very, very thankful to Alex for making sure we have an online presence because 
goddamn if I was in charge of it, we wouldn't have anything. And I very much appreciate all the work you do on it, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I definitely make my make my schedule uh, just for Twitter alone. I, I wake up early, honestly, like at six thirty, just to have half an hour on, on Twitter. I, <laughs> I was gonna say your alarm goes off. Oh, is it time for your pills? No, it's time for Twitter. It, it honestly is. It's honestly like, uh, all right, like I'm gonna just jump on Twitter real fast and just see what's going on and just retweet. Uh, get the uh, during sometimes when we have a new episode, I, I know you have our cover art and language, and so that helps out quite a bit. But I have to get that on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our Super Secret Club. Um. You know, sometimes I create the headliner. Uh, sometimes I have it saved. Uh, headliner now has the auto, like automated messages, so I save those. That way, I could do it during my lunch. So during my lunch, I have like another half hour um, set to that. I just, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of um, time management uh, per day, and it's not even like Saturday, Sundays is a day off. Like I I set those times aside just so we make sure we have that presence out there. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you. And I wouldn't do it way, if I way, didn't. Way to make a, a thankful topic just get spun around to you, Alex. That's you, that was my whole plan. You clever <laughs> son of a bitch. He got us. You you want me to you know what? Okay, fine, fine, fine. But no no no. All right, Mike, I wanna say I'm thankful and grateful for your cover art. I get every single time I post that on, on like uh any any group that I'm part of, it gets the most interactions how badass it looks, who does your cover art. I'm so jealous. You guys have someone that does that because every single one of those designs is, is showing tons of love. Um, I'm very grateful that we have someone like that because um, I, I I consider myself an artist. I am not that good to do any any quality thing like that. Um, so definitely thankful and grateful for your, for your art. And Matt, I'm grateful for your editing. Because, again, that has been thanked. Actually, in our reviews, that is the most um, commented thing is our sound quality. And I could test because I listen to a lot of podcasts that if you do not have good sound quality, it doesn't matter how nice your cover art or how lo- how much you're on Twitter, that quality is not there. It is a shitty show. And that is the most reviewed, commented uh, thing on there. And so definitely grateful for that. And all your ideas. Uh, I... I have an idea of, of a retail horror stories and you spin around and do a, a sound mat. And I would not have <laughs> thought of that. And I'm definitely grateful for your crazy thinking mind. So there, ha, oh, in your face. <laughs> you really, now you really showed us with those compliments. Thanks buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I do in appreciate your face. that. I love your aggressive positiveness. Yeah, no, 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 no. How dare I take this away? No. <laughs> How dare you, you be thankful of me? I'm thankful of you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm grateful for Finn too. I don't know why. I mean, she, she actually like bounced on my balls, <laughs> jumped on him. <laughs> yeah, he pushed him. He it pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, like three I times. I don't know where he is right now. I don't now. think I'm I could really have worried. kids even if I wanted to. <laughs> it's, it's one weird. per ball. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that got aggressive quick. <clears throat> Mike, it's your turn. Bring it around back to Mike. Oh, it's my turn. Um, so another thing that I'm really thankful for because it has really made doing this podcast a lot easier for me is a uh, Regal stupid subscription service. Um, which I'm just gonna spend uh, just just movies in general. Like, 
I think it's been a pretty cool year for movies. And so far as I've seen so many different types of movies, some I've talked about on here, some I haven't. Um, it's always been like my favorite pastime. Like just if I have time off, that's what I go do. Like I really don't watch TV. I just watch movies. I rewatch them and rewatch them. And let's see, a couple years ago, movie pass came out and that was a whole shit show that was at best, just a good idea that was executed poorly and at worst, possibly a scam, but it forced um, AMC (laughs) and Regal, which are the two biggest movie, uh, movie house, companies in the in the country to put out their own unlimited uh subscription plans and regals i'm paying them like 20 bucks a month and i i am destroying them financially <laughs> i think the least i've used it since i bought that thing was maybe six times in a single month but i've also had times where i've used it like five times in a day um and it's it's awesome because it's made it so i'm way more willing to go see just any movie like, it doesn't even matter if it's something I really would otherwise yeah. watch. Like, I want to watch Dora the Explorer. And I liked it. I thought it was a fun movie. And I, I, there's no chance I would have watched that movie had I not been able to go walk in and watch it for free. I think I walked out of, like, one of my, like, ninth or tenth watchings of Hobbs and Shaw and was like, I'm bored. I'll go watch Dora. <laughs> I think that's the other thing, too, that you can just walk out of a movie, too, if you don't like it. Most of the time, if you know, you pay for a movie, you're going to stick around because you paid for it. Yeah, it took all the pressure off of going to the movies now because I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go. If I if I screw up and overbook my day and I can't go, I'm out. I usually book on the app, so it costs me 50 cents. I'm out 50 cents, don't care. Um, If the movie sucks, I feel free to walk out of it, but I have a problem where I can't walk out of movies. <laughs> so I will watch Gemini Man from beginning to end, even though I should have walked out of that movie because it was not <laughs> They're both Will Smith. Oh, I know they're both Will Smith, but it turns out like 80% of that other Will Smith is a dis- just disgusting CGI golem <laughs> that was very upsetting to watch. Um, but yeah, it's been really great like that. It's That's one of my favorite things I've done with it is like walking out of a movie going, man, I really like that. And then just literally turning around and going and watching the movie again. But yeah, movies are fun, and we're in a really we're in a really interesting age for them. Where I, I uh, like kind of like we talked about with horror, where we're getting a lot of just a lot of different genres kind of represented in that genre. Um, just in movies right now, like I love I love the big summer blockbusters. I love Marvel movies. I love Star Wars, but I also love the fact that like the Lighthouse came out, and I was able to go see that and. I know Us was a huge hit, but like that is not a big movie. That's a very small movie that if it had made no money would have still been successful. And I love that I get to go see those movies too. And again, it's just because I it's zero zero bar- zero barrier to entry for me to go watch a movie now. Yeah, I think um, on top of what you, you, you know, saying just movies in general, but the, the way that we're able to watch movies in general, like you're saying about the, uh, the movie, the Regal Movie Pass. And, you know, we're all streaming movies now. We weren't able to really do that a decade ago, like reliably at least, or so with so many different options. So the way we're able to watch movies has been changing and I'm kind of grateful for it because I'm a, I'm more of a homebody. So I have that option to just stay home. Well, especially now that like movies are out for home video, uh, home viewing within like 90 days, which I know was killing a lot of the, the uh, theaters, but I think they've now figured out their, their healthy medium because they're now making their money off of, like Screen X and 40X and just people yeah. like me giving them 20 bucks a month whether I go see a movie or not. And 
then they're not getting hurt by folks like you that just say like, hey, you know what? I'm just I'm cool waiting for three months just to watch it when it gets home. That's me. Not only that, yeah, I'm that type like, of person. Yeah, <laughs> and it was because you got you got a kid too, so you're not able to sometimes. But now you have an option to watch something. Yeah, no, exactly. And I I could live through through a bike. <laughs> um, just just yesterday I wanted a, I got a 4K TV and this is my first one, so I was like I want to watch Terminator and Terminator <laughs> Two is right there on my screen now. So interesting thing about that, because at first I know you were kind of like joking, like, haha, I got went back to the 80s. But like some of the best 4K transfers I've seen are taken from film from like Holy from that era. Crap. Like it looks it <laughs> yeah, looks outrageous. I was in awe the entire time and I've seen Terminator 2 a dozen times, but it it holds still and it looks even better. Yeah, the uh, my favorite part is when you get to the uh, when you watch older movies that have been upconverted and they're upconverted. And you can tell they took time and they really they really worked on it and but they didn't fix the special effects. And so it went from like, hey, these special effects were of the time to now you look and you're like, oh, dude, this is bad. I was watching uh, the Phantom Menace on Disney Disney Plus and um, it was really crazy because it got to the pod pod race scene, which is like. No matter how you feel about that movie, I think most people are like, hey, pod ra- the pod race was cool. Yeah. And the CG is so rough looking because the resolution of the mm-hmm. textures they put on the characters is so low because back then they were like, it's on film. Like, you're not going to see it through the grain. Now you see it. And the amount of like CG character on top of a matte painting is wild. Hey, it's me. Like there's whole um, there's like uh one of the pod racer camera which one it is but like his entire his entire pod is a is a painting it's just a CG it's a just a painting it's not CG and it sticks out like a sore thumb in 4K. <laughs> so maybe you know I take it back I'm not thinking for movies they look like trash now get them <laughs> out of here. Depends on the movie though like if if it's CG well even then because Terminator Two CG looked pretty good. Well, yeah, I, I think that's the difference is they go back in, and I think they, I think they went. That's what in I was wondering if they, they fixed updated. up some effects. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to watch Jurassic Park one. I think that's going to be incredible in 4K. One still hold, that one. I mean, even on DVD and Blu-ray, held up pretty well. Movies. Yes. But yeah, that's all I gotta say about movies. Alex, what you got? Anything, buddy? You got anything you want to talk about movies? You want to talk about my shit? I think we lost Alex. Oh, he's back. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> here. Real scared. No, I'm worried. here. Yeah, that was the yeah, test. I was trying to it, threat you back into out of hiding. He, he Alex ate a most stuff Oreo and passed out. <laughs> no, I like I said. I mean, I don't get um, to the theaters too often. I, I kind of live my life uh, through Mike. Is like I, I watched this movie four times. I'm like, well, fuck, man, I only watched the Joker <laughs> once. Yeah, so like, stop telling me. <laughs> I only watched the Joker once. Also, <laughs> I did not love that movie. I watched it none. Ooh. You're okay. Well, okay, it's, it's fine. Okay. It's a fine. I'm gonna, okay. but like, it's fine. Okay. From what I heard, it's it's like a struggle. It's not something like to, I'm gonna be happy with myself afterwards. It's fine. I'm sure it's fine. I just I feel like it's gonna be get me in that mood set of like I'm mad. Yeah, it definitely does that. It makes you feel dirty. When I walked out, of it, that's what the it first does. thing I said to whoever I went to see. I can't. Remember, oh, it was one of my well, obviously one of my friends. I just go see movies with random people. None of us. Um. Yeah. My my real friends. Um. Ooh. Ooh. I feel really mean. I feel really bad about that one. That was. Yeah. I hope everyone yeah, so understands that, that was clearly me. a joke. You do that we shit only, to me now. Now you yeah. know. Yeah. I'm sorry. You we guys are awesome. Every single day, you guys. <laughs> um. No, but I. Uh, I walked out of that movie, and the first thing I said was like, "I really like that. I'm never gonna watch that again." 
Dude, same though. Same. Exactly the same. I'm going to buy a gun. Oh, I'm <laughs> definitely going to buy a gun. I mean, that movie taught me to get a gun. Kill the phonies. And it taught me Juggalo's life. Poop, 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 I may have seen the wrong say. movie. <laughs> I made a mistake of wearing a Batman <laughs> shirt, uh, getting my getting my new car. And it's always like the conversation breakers. Like, so you like Batman? I'm like, well. I'm wearing a Batman t-shirt. Like, I'm just a nerd. Like, just be like, who? Yeah, yeah. Just like, who? I like, I like bats, man. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just like bats, yeah. I'm just a fan of the, uh, fan of the nocturnal flying rats, man. Guano. <laughs> yeah, so that was like the conversation breaker. And I was like, you watch the Joker? I'm like, here we go. <laughs> That's where you learn way too much about the guy selling you the car, though, because he's like, oh, man, no, it's like it, it tells you about life and it's how things go. And you're just like, no, no, no I don't want to buy a car from you anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's going to make the Batman voice. I just like the way he talks. Sell me a car. Sell me. He's a Sell sexy me. boy. Who's pretty? <laughs> he collects boys. <laughs> Who's the next one for my collection? <laughs> My credit score is 700. Can I get that score lower? I want to go by Richard. Your name is Dick. <laughs> Man, that other voice scared me, Mike. <laughs> it did. I wasn't Sorry. expecting it. Is that Robin? <laughs> like, who's in the chat? Who's in the chat? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing a solo podcast, but I won't tell anyone it's solo. I'll just have like all these other people. It's just me still. <laughs> so you like that Key and Peele sketch when uh, the, the nerd is ordering <laughs> yeah. pizza? <laughs> you you want anything? No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want anything either. No mushrooms. Hey, sticks. <laughs> I thought you said you were gonna say that the uh, the car salesman was gonna gatekeep you, like, oh, you like Batman? Name four Robins. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say Stephanie Car's Brown, not for sale. <laughs> you only get half credit because she was barely a Robin. Barely. She was in a movie though. Yeah. Uh. Matt, what you got, buddy? Uh, what Matt, you, what you yeah, thankful for? Matt's, Matt's uh, what else do you like? Uh, I got a few on my list, but some of them were just kind of like jokes. I was gonna, I'm not gonna be serious, but like Baby Yoda, uh, I wrote that one down because I mean we all love Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. Oh, fight uh, for him! I I'm so happy as a Star Wars fan. There's finally another Star Wars thing that everyone's just like, I don't care. We all agree it's great. Um, I put down energy drinks because that kind of gets me through my day. <laughs> Oh, I would have. Uh, I, I think one of coffee. the uh, coffee is my my life. I'm just I'm I'm so lazy. Like I love coffee too. I'm just I'm just too lazy. I just stop by a store and get energy drink, and I like cold drinks. So if I get coffee, it's gotta be iced coffee. But I'm also trying not to do sugar, so I can't find a sugar free iced coffee. Well, it's a thing. What if I taught you how to make a thirty hour cold brew using a specific mix of three different types of coffee that I found I really <laughs> like. It's so smooth, but it has a nice smoky finish. No thanks. Douchiest <laughs> thing I've said on this podcast yet. Um, yeah, I actually have a, a my my cold brew still in the fridge, but the coffee's like two months old. It's oh, not really no. good anymore. It's definitely not good. It's good for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's much longer than that. Um, okay, so but one of the actual things I'm thankful for, I think. Um, I'm going to say the my top one for last, and I think we all know what it is, but uh, I'm thankful for the internet. Thank you, internet. Like, you know, we can't be doing what we're doing right now without the internet. Internet, majority of what we talk about has to do something with the internet. 
I get we we get all of our news from the internet at this point. So I'm uh I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty happy about this thing. This, this interweb. <laughs> and it's yeah. kind of hard to imagine like like I and I guess it's like a bad thing but like just trying to exist without it for me. It's kind of tough because most of my life now has something to do with me being on the internet one way or another. I don't have any like I don't have cable. I stream everything. Um, the only way I could communicate with most people outside of like an actual text message is through, you know, some sort of, uh, messaging service. Dude, you know how freaking life-saving DoorDash has been? Cause I am, I could be so lazy some days where I'm just like, I'm just going to DoorDash some food. Yeah. Like, Thank you, I internet. I order Domino's with my smartwatch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I'm finally living that Dick Tracy life that I always wanted as a kid. Just I had Amazon just Prime pizza. and DoorDash arrive at the same time. <laughs> did they fight? Did they fight for your affection? They both won. Yeah, they both win. You see, see Alex turned the breadstick down so the other one has to kill him, the loser. <laughs> see, this year has been weird for me on the internet because I've been really, um, for like the last like few years, really been hating the fact that I'm seeing uh, sides of people that I my like friends and family that I'm really not into the side of them, like learning things about their beliefs that really kind of go counter to mine. And it's been upsetting. What's been cool is this year I kind of reset how I use the internet where I realized I don't have to take all of it in. I can just keep like, look at the parts I like and it has made my life so much better, so much better. Just like, getting rid of all the negativity and not all of it, but as much as I can while still being able to contact people. Right. Um, but not getting involved in like the constant, like flame wars and fights and arguments and just kind of putting myself, you know, and unsuccessfully sometimes, but most of the time being okay, getting myself above it. I've, I felt so much better to where I, at first I want to say like, no, then it's terrible. And I'm thinking about like, no, it actually is pretty great. It's actually pretty good. When, when you're, when you're using it for good, it's pretty great. Yeah. You got to kind of, keep on yourself when it comes to that because i'm doing the same thing like if i full-blown went into my social media stuff i would probably be an unhappy person but limiting that part of the internet for me has kept me pretty happy and sane and guys have you looked at the dark web you can get anything there i just bought alex oh shit i was trying to get him but you got him right out from under me sniped you cyber monday <laughs> what a good deal i think they picked up alex I, and I, you're I, delivering them to me you killed him <laughs> Oh, is that what I pressed? Alex. Ah, oh, yeah. Alex. <laughs> Sorry. It, it just, it, Discord just kicks me out sometimes. I don't know what's We talked some shit about it's, you. It, like, you were gone, dude. It's in a Discord. The stuff I, that, I heard I got bought, and then I, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> like, the stuff that Matt said <laughs> was <got> scared. <laughs> pretty much unforgivable. So, you know who your real friend is. It's me. Mm. I think that's it for internet. Or, Alex, you got Wait. opinions on the internet? I think my microphone it's good. picked up my I, stomach growling. It really upset I think me. I heard you. <laughs> I think I heard you drink earlier too. Were you drinking? Well, something? I drink. Nope. I, I drink hard. We talked about that earlier. Both of you drink hard. <laughs> oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> just the just yeah. the gulps. Ah, oh, chef's like, Who kiss. Is <laughs> anyway, I sorry for have a, Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's good for the internet. I think we all love the internet. Uh, go alex what do you the like internet is love i'll uh I'll, i think we'll just um go with our final ones this round and so i'm gonna wrap up two because i think one's gonna be really fast 
uh, I, you know, I talked about last time too, was the Xbox Game Pass. Um, think, man, I, I'm 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 always praising this, so I'm, this is why it's gonna be very short. But I still say that Outer Worlds is game of the year. I just finished it. Like just just a great game. Um, and I'm now I have Gears of War five, and that's still part of Game Pass. So I'm, that's my next on my my next up queue, and I have yet to spend any. Like if that, I would have bought both those games, that's 120, and now just a, you know, just a subscription. So that's pretty awesome. And yeah, I always praise that. Um, so I'm just gonna go back, and my last main uh thankful like what I'm thankful for is that nostalgia's back. Um, uh, for uh, for a lot of areas. Uh, we mentioned Star Wars, uh, just and and especially with the Mandalorian, I think it's really got my like, um, I don't know. It just makes me so like, every Friday I, I look forward to it, and so it had there hasn't really been a Star Wars thing that's really really made me want to, um, oh, just a TV show in general. Um, Game of Thrones was was kind of like that you, for me, yeah. but it gives like, you that TGIF feeling yeah exactly like i'm just i'm so excited like i want to stay up and like i think the twelve thirty, it 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 kicks on for us and so i i just want to wait and i just want to watch it and so there really hasn't been a tv show to do that in a long time um but then even uh playing pokemon like that's that's another um thing that i haven't really been into for so long and i i got home today and i jumped on i'm trying to freaking complete my pokedex uh Tino, somebody from our uh, super secret club, was like, "Hey, I have have these," and then we jumped on and and, and traded a few for a little bit. So that was a, uh, I mean, that's yeah, just and, uh, Jeff hit me up the other day, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, what are you at, by the way, Matt? I'm like at two sixty. Uh, I'm like two seventy, around two sixty, two seventy. Nice. And and so I think a lot of the like nostalgia is is coming back. Like there's things that have been away for so long that are just now kind of be rekindled or at least give me the feeling of, of um, I don't know how to say it, but just like excitement again and just for content, because I think for a while there were just too much like, like the walking dead game of Thrones or there, there were shows like that, but nothing where I was like happy to see it. <laughs> like uh, as much, uh, as much as it has been recently, it, it which is with like everything in general. I mean, we were talking earlier about watching uh, the toys that made us and the t- the movies that made us, and that's just like shows oh, about man. nostalgia, basically, yeah. and like how how it was created. And then, uh, what was the last time you were talking about the McDonald's toys? Like we got those; those were back. All the old, yeah, old toys that's from true. The McDonald's. Yeah, uh, all I got was that sex pervert grimace. Stupid grimace! <laughs> I got that. I got that transforming dinosaur that some stupid baby left outside my apartment. I got the hamburger with our powers combined. <laughs> we make a happy meal. <laughs> so I, I think I it's just such a surprise. <laughs> it's just such a, it's such a great time, especially this year it has been so many great, great events. Uh, and content wise, entertainment wise, uh, things that have wrapped up like the walking dead comics, um, that, uh, that I've just been grateful for. Uh, so yeah, that's been, I'm not sure if you guys had the same feeling this year, but this has definitely been like very nostalgic um, year for me. Um, I definitely do. I, cause I, I feel like, I mean, nostalgia has been big for, for basically forever, but 
I feel like this year is the first year in a while where I don't feel awkward about it and I don't feel like I'm being pandered to. I feel like it's legitimate, like people saying like, no, we like this. Like, we're not going to like it because yeah. it's it's the fancy thing or we're not going to like it because it's going to make us millions and billions of dollars. It's just like, hey, you like this. And there's enough people out there now because of Matt's uh, favorite thing, the internet, yeah. where you don't need to make something that's good for 50 million people. It can be good for 50,000 people. And as long as you get that little audience, like it, there's an audience for it. And I, I just, yeah, I really enjoy yeah. the fact that like, if I want to go talk to somebody about Captain Planet and how I think that show is really kind of awesome, like I can go do that and it doesn't have to be ironic. And I think that's the difference is like, it's always been ironic nostalgia where it's like, like it doesn't feel like it's in good faith and it's more making fun of it. And this, this year, especially I really felt like it was celebrating it saying like, Hey, you know what? It is stupid. Like Captain Planet is a dumb cartoon, but it's fun. Stranger Things is building its entire base on like, hey, remember the 80s? They're kind of mm-hmm. cool. Like some dumb shit happened, but it's also kind of fun. And yeah, it's it's been really it's been really interesting. No, yeah, it definitely has. And what's the interesting part too is I think in in my mind at least that's what I'm thinking is uh people that had loved this when it was their thing, they're not old enough to be the ones in control. They're the ones having the passion for it. So you don't necessarily just get somebody like a TV executive. Yeah, uh, you know, Spider-Man's popular. Let's, let's get him on. No, these people are like, oh, I grew up with that show and grew up to yeah. be TV directors, movie directors, producers, whatever. It's like, no, like I know this. I know this material because that was my childhood. And I know the best path for it. At least, you know, they, they try to the most. And you feel you feel that passion through uh, through what they create. Yeah, it's not just coming from the person trying to make money off it. It's coming from the person trying to make it correctly for the person trying to make money off of it. And I think it's been pretty in- interesting lately, kind of going off of that, where we have new, there's like some new items created out of nostalgia, I guess. So, like an example would be uh, Bloodstained. Um, you know, it comes from the creator of Castlevania. Everyone wanted Castlevania to go back to its roots. And Konami kind of sucks. So we did like a basically like a fundraiser to make a new spiritual successor of Castlevania. And then same thing with like Shenmue three. Now, like people love that for some reason and I don't love it, but <laughs> people do. And they got another game. Yeah. That, I, it's because I think that's a, cr- a perfect example of like, I hate that game, but God, I'm so happy that people that like Shenmue got a third one. Like, I'm really stoked about that. I'll never touch it, but I'm really waited. happy they got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, five years for that. The longer it was like, Shenmue 2 was was that dream one of our, our yeah, mutual was, but, friends. But I mean since they like, since they announced it, since they announced Shenmue oh, 3 yeah. was a thing. Yeah. One of our mutual friends, he supported them during their Kickstarter a few years ago and and got it when it was released. I was like, "You waited that long? Like it was years. <laughs> it was a good amount of time, but like I I don't, I never heard of the game. I'm I'm just maybe I just got lost in the the shuffle there, but yeah, people absolutely love it and going insane about it and it doesn't look like a game for me, but I'm so happy that people are are like those moments happen for them, and I I would never like crap down on anything they like because it's it's great and I want and it's ha- it's happening more and more, which is which is so awesome to see. I'm gonna play Yakuza. <laughs> you should. It's really good. I think you'll enjoy. Yeah, it. I have a zero, and then my friend just gave me a was it Kawimi, Kawami Kawami Kawami. Yeah, my friend had a had a had a free code for that, so I'm gonna play that when I'm done with. Pokemans. 
fun aside, uh, the first kid I snapped at during the last week at work, um, I snapped at him because he asked me if we had Yakuza 6 Kiwami. And I said, hey, we definitely carry those games. But just so you know, that's two different games. Which one are you looking for? Yakuza 6 or Yakuza Kiwami? And he goes, oh, Kiwami. We have one copy left. I spend 20 minutes finding this kid this game. Get it, put it in his hand. And he goes, no, I said I wanted six. <laughs> and then I just looked at him and said, aren't you supposed to be in fucking school right now? Not even thinking about it. Man. And then he did let me know that school is on break. So he took it in stride. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm waiting for that. The first time somebody says that to me, I will... I will Go into a full-on Wolverine Berserker rage. <laughs> Berserker Barrage. Oh, um, man. Speaking of nostalgia, too, Master Chief Collection is coming to PC, like, this month. Like, a couple days, right? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty... I'm stoked that they're putting uh, Reach on the Master Chief Collection, finally. Because yes. I, I love yeah. Halo I'm Reach. That's one that. of my favorite Halos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up there Same for me. Here. Halo 2, of course, is my all-time favorite, but I yeah. have fond memories of, of Reach. I think Reach was where they, they officially nailed like how to tell a story full of gravitas and also had just <laughs> gameplay to back it up. Oh, don't end it with a cliffhanger. Yeah, this one, they're like, we're ending with a cliffhanger. Spoilers, play Halo 1. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that one's just like, everyone's dead. Your favorite one, dead. George Lift, favorite one's dead. But if you play Gears of War 5, you can play as two of them. I think Emil and Cat are two oh, of yeah. the characters in multiplayer. Yeah. God, I, I, the fact that I can remember characters from Halo Reach is crazy. I remember Cat because of the books. I don't think Emil was he in the books. I can't remember. He has the cool mask though. Yeah, so I'll, I'll remember when I hear his name. Matt, what's your, what's your, I guess, finalish thing that you loved or are thankful Final for? Answer. Uh, Pokemon, of course. What I'm the fuck? Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Yeah, the left field. I know. No one's expecting it. Uh, Dark Horse, but he's a Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon honestly does mean a lot to me in my in my life, like just growing up. Um, I don't know if I've said it before on here, but it is uh, Pokemon Blue is the first game I ever played that I played into the morning. Like I saw the sunrise for the first time while playing a game <laughs> under a lamp. You know, I was huddled under, under a lamp on my Game Boy Color, which didn't have a backlight. Uh, ate through the, all the batteries that we had in the house. But I don't think the remotes worked the next day. Um, me and Stacy met or started dating because of Pokemon. Um, we were friends before for a while and just on a whim, um, I think actually through Twitter back then she tweeted something about like, I thinking about being Pikachu for Halloween. I was like, well, I was thinking about being Ash Ketchum for Halloween. So then we went to a Halloween party together and then now we're getting, now we're engaged and we're not going to get that stupid Pokeball ring that everyone keeps tagging us in. (laughs) Did you say like, Um, I choose you. (laughs) Yeah, dingus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but even though like there, there was a pretty big gap where I wasn't playing Pokemon, I still, you know, watched the show even like through like high school, uh, collected the cards for a while. I have a shit ton of like classic toys. I got all the Burger, I got most of the Burger King gold plate cards. Um, I don't know. It's just been like a big part of my, my life. We, for years were dressing up as Pokemon characters, mostly Ash and Pikachu at like conventions and stuff like that. And we even had like a, t- a Squirtle squad one year with a couple of our friends. And I remember that, man. That was, that was nice. It was fun. <laughs> we got to blast people like Comic Con with their Squirtle squad gun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 
I'm just I'm thankful for Pokemon for the things that it has brought into my life, I guess. I mean, we have like another group. We have like other people that also love it and, and that kind of spawned like a spin-off of 3 hours later, I guess. Yeah, it was funny cuz we have that which was a spin-off for Super Secret Club, which is a spin-off of, of our original uh podcast Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, That was really a, the whole game. We're just trying to make a new Facebook. <laughs> Trying to capture the market. Pretty sure my first tattoo is going to be a some sort of Pokemon thing. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked because I know like if we go back to like the first couple episodes of this podcast, it's me just going like I don't give a shit about Pokemon. Like not saying I don't like it, just going like I don't care. Yeah, and I remember you said that you were kind of outside of that. Oh that man, time. I know a lot of it's just like kind of glomming onto your um, not even nostalgia, just your feelings toward it. Like those are that's not nostalgic. It's it's now. Um, yeah. And then, like, even Alex's, and then just kind of getting into it. And now I freaking love I Like, I get it. It's fine. Like, I finally saw The Matrix. Like, I get why you love this game. Um, I've been playing the hell out of the new one as much as I can play anything right now. And it should tell you how good this game is because there's a Star Wars game out currently that is one of the best Star Wars games ever made, according to everybody I've I've talked to and reviews I've read. And I'm not playing it. Reviews. Except what? Girlfriend, girlfriend reviews. Oh, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, it's it's actually a really good YouTube channel where this girlfriend doesn't review the games. She reviews what it's like to be with a person that's playing these games. Oh, so she kind of like back backseat games. I feel like this one would just be people being mad. But no, I, I actively don't play the Star Wars game so I can play more Pokemon because I know I'm not going to catch up to you guys, but... It was like the last week after we recorded, we played a raid and it was stupid and fun. And it was just one of these things where I sat there going like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I could do this. Yeah. This is fun. Have you named any of your Pokemon after a Star Wars? No, weirdly, I only named them all after designer brands. I don't want to lie. I've always, even as a kid, I don't, um, I don't cross pollinate. Like my friends, we'd play like He-Man and Star Wars and G.I. Joe or whatever. And the second somebody was like, well... If you're going to do this, I'm going to bring in this character. I would sit there and be like, no, no that's no. that." So you see Duke is part of G.I. Joe. <laughs> and you can't really bring him over to He-Man because they're on Eternia, which is a whole different planet. And the scales of the figures are totally different. We can't play with them. <laughs> it's madness. Yeah. So I've always been real weird about that where I, I, I can't name them after anything from another thing I love. Like they have to be their own thing. Also, this week I found out that in... Uh, what was it? Uh... Incineroar. Fuck, Incineroar. What was his name in French? Is like... Felinferno. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Just combining the word this feline and inferno. is on fire. Just such a, such a good name for an animal. <laughs> Fictional animal that's also a wrestler. It's real in my heart, which is what matters. It's riddle me, damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. I named uh, my... my I, I usually don't name them until I get like a, a permanent team, like after the game, like ready to do online stuff. And so far, I only have one named, and it's my Corvonite. Cor- Corvonite, and his name is uh, uh, Corvo, like uh, Dishonored. It's a good name. Yeah, I, <laughs> I realized my folly in naming all of them at first, and then I was like, I don't know why you guys don't want to give them nicknames. And I didn't. I don't know. It just didn't occur to me how many you catch and how quickly. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop <laughs> yeah. on these nicknames until I build a team that's like my permanent one. <laughs> yeah, man, you take forever. Yeah, I was spending like 20 minutes. I'd catch a Pokemon and spend 20 minutes trying to be like, okay, now what designer does this really like make me think of? 
it's Gucci Gucci. Turns out that yeah, my Gucci's Gucci, and that I still stand by that one. And my Magikarp, uh, I named Coach, and I'm pretty okay with what he's become. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible monster. Yep. Uh, yep. So, oh, it's my turn, I guess. Shit, I wasn't ready. Are we done? Are we done with I'm Pokemon? For, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, yeah. Um. Um. Let me just do the poker rap real quick. Okay, you got that. Articuno B drill. And I lied. My first 4K movie wasn't T uh, two. It was Detective Pikachu. The goddamn Dark Horse movie of the year for me. Still makes me cry. I think that's the movie. That, yeah, I think I love it. That was like the Trojan horse that started to soften me toward Pokemon. Like all of a sudden, I went like, "This is charming as hell." This it's is super effective. Okay. <laughs> it was. It was super effective <laughs> on me. Turns out, years of Game Boy games were not very effective. Yeah, I honestly think it was just like different time era for you, like. We were what grade were we would have been in, Matt? I think we were like in seventh. Um, it was. It might have Sixth. been a little bit before then, because I think I got into it before <clears throat> junior high, and for me, junior high started at seven. What year yeah, did it, it like come s- out? Roughly I started at six, six or seventh. Yeah, I grade for came us out like ninety seven. Yeah, so we were like ten. So we would have been like ten. And Pokemon, r- roughly, what year was it? I think it was ninety seven. Okay, that's what I thought. You said. Sorry, my yeah. cat jumped on my head right there. Um. Yeah, so I was I was nineteen when it came out. So see there, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, like that, that's why that's why I was like, I'm not shitting on Pokemon. I just it it just slid right past me. Like I I again I played those first games. I really enjoyed Red and Blue, and then just never cared to try anything beyond those. And you started smoking cigarettes and doing hood rat things with your friends. Well, yeah, I mean, I was I was a, I was a grown up then. <laughs> I can vote. The first thing I voted for was Pokemon. <laughs> I think that's it for the Pokemans then. Uh, Mike. All right, so I'm going to be as surprising as you. And my 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 thing that I'm the most grateful for this year is just that Star Wars feels Digimon. like it's back. Yeah, Digimon. I'm, oh, man. <laughs> you, they're digital monsters. You don't get it. Um, But no, Star Wars. Like it, I feel like it's for the first time in a long time. It's like truly back. Not like back like when... The um the Force Awakens came out, <laughs> but it's um it's back in a way where I feel like we have a path forward now. Like no, and and my favorite part about it is there's now enough different kinds of it that even if you don't like something, you still have something to look forward to. Like I totally understand some people don't want to see Rise of the Skywalker. That's fair, but you have the Mandalorian, and if you don't want that, you have Star Wars Resist- Resistance, the cartoon. And if you don't want that, there's really good books. And if you don't want that, there's the game that just came out, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which is insanely good. And if you don't want that, there's friggin' Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. So I know like it's it's scary when you think about like how there's like mainly three companies that own everything and they're basically mega corporations that are buying our childhoods, but it took Disney a while, but I feel like they finally might kind of have Star Wars under control. Like I think they realized that maybe we don't need a new movie every year. But there's other things you can put out that we will like as much. Mm-hmm. And no, that absolutely. makes me very happy. Like, I, did I tell you guys that in that new game that th- their cross-marketing is so goddamn accurate that uh, one of the collectibles you get through the game is pieces of lightsabers? You can build it. My lightsaber in that game has pieces of the lightsaber that is on my shelf that I built at Disneyland. And in the Damn. beginning of that game, your character pulls out a holocron. And that holocron looks to scale is the same color as 
and sounds like the one that is on my shelf. And it's it's I'm creepy. Game. Well, it's just weird. Where I'm looking at it going like, oh, this is you guys just you guys are just doing it. Okay, I I'm into this. Uh, I was meaning to ask you. I'm I'm sure you do have it, but I, I for some for some reason it popped in my head uh, yesterday. Actually, that Dark Horse comic of the kind of like what if Star Wars stuff. Yes, I loved those. I loved those so much. I have like the first copy and that, that was pretty cool like it was like darth vader and luke's father were two separate people yeah my favorite one was the i can't remember which one it was but it was the one where vader gets turned to the to the light side and he just gets his same vader costume but it's in white <laughs> so just stupid like yes. i love the idea that a writer was like okay bear with me he becomes the good guy and then we do this whole story and they're like yeah and they're like well what do we make his costume he's the good guy and they're like same thing but white <laughs> <laughs> I, that just sounds like any of the uh, the uh, the Lantern Corps. Yeah, comics. that's literally what it, the exact same thing. It was like, hey, just palette swap him. Scorpion's now Sub Zero. Green Lantern's now uh, Black Lantern. Like, who cares? <laughs> Do we change Black anything? Lantern? Just change the symbol. They'll never notice. <laughs> Maybe make the Death One kind of zombie. But yeah, that was, I just I want to keep that one short and sweet because I know we spent like I spent a lot of time last week talking about Star Wars, but. Um, it's just Star Wars back, baby. It's always been my favorite thing, and I'm just really happy that it. It just feels like for the first time in a while, I I, I really like where it's going. Well, it's crazy how big it is now, and how long it's been out. You know, like right now we're at another, I don't know, like Star Wars Renaissance, where it's it's bigger than ever, but it's something that came out like at the end of the seventies. Yeah, I mean, we're really, we're on, like, the third generation of Star Wars at this point, and I think we're going into the fourth. I think we're going into, like, like what is Star Wars going to be in the future and realizing it doesn't have to just be giant movies. It can be giant TV it shows. It doesn't be Skywalkers. Yeah, I, hey, you know what? It shouldn't be Skywalkers. Yeah. I've always, my favorite things about Star Wars have always been anything that's not the Skywalkers. I was talking about that with my coworker today, too. It's like, we get something beyond that. Like, this is like they don't even mention the force like we were just saying in the last episode they don't say the force they don't say jedi we just straight up we have another story and it's only seven episodes and i freaking love it that we don't have any filler episodes it just gets right to the story and it just it just works so well well that's what was always so cool about like the games and the books was that like they were able to just go off and tell their own thing like they'd say like hey you know that character you saw that looked cool what if we gave you a whole background of why he or she was cool and what if we told Mm -hmm. you like hey you've heard of the clone wars what if we showed you the clone wars and not Mm -hmm. in the movie in the actual cartoon that was pretty (laughs) goddamn good at a certain point and i think um going back to the non skywalker stuff i think yeah now that they've kind of noticed that that will do well i think that's kind of what we can look forward to in the future is a lot more just original stuff about just completely different characters and possibly different timelines or time eras i guess yeah like there's the whole old republic era and there's just like you know rogue one which was such a cool movie it takes place during the original era but it takes place like just before and that's a that's a world I'm, i'm interested in that world that's a cool world even uh, Solo, which, you know, not the best Star Wars movie, definitely not the worst. When it was at its best was when it was just showing like, hey, here's what it's like to be in this world prior to the rebellion. <laughs> also Darth Maul because reasons. Hey, you know what? If you read the books, that makes sense. I guess. 
That's what, that, that was the first time I had to do that crap where I was like, oh, shit, now I'm my own enemy. <laughs> the first time somebody's uh, like, well, how's Darth Maul in there? I'm like, well, dude, in the books, Darth Maul comes back. And then if you look at the, if you watch Clone Wars, he comes back in that because his brother has a stupid name and he has to go help him. <laughs> well, I know that he's back, but like in Solo, it's just like, why? Well, because he he leads that criminal organization. I mean, they pretty much tell you they don't. It's but yeah, that that's where was probably, that was the was first time I was like, oh no, oh no, they 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 forgot <laughs> to tell people why this mattered. You know what? I hope they do. I hope they do. Uh, was it Death Troopers and Red Sun? Yeah, the the crazy like zombie books, thing, the, the zombie books. Still yeah. like, hey, you know what? You know what? Now that's on Disney Plus. Like, why not do a single Halloween special that's just that? Yeah, or do like a like the Marvel What If stuff that's coming out. Yeah. Well, and John Favreau said he wants, he really does legitimately want to make a new holiday special, but like make it like earnest, like not just like the crappy one it was originally, but like make a real one. Say like, hey, what if we just really tried? I'm really hoping they bring the original to Disney Plus. If there was you ever any time you're going to get it, it'll be on there. Have you watched it? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Years back. Oh, man. God, it's it's. Grandpa watches porn at the dinner table. Yeah, that's the craziest thing. It's everyone talked like when I was a kid, everyone would just talk about how bad it was, and it is, it is bad. But it's also just like really inappropriate, like really, really inappropriate. There, the, there's an entire scene with B. Arthur getting like <laughs> damn near sexually assaulted by a patron in her bar. Like it's wild, and then you have like. Princess Leia singing a holiday song for Life Day to the tune of Star Wars. And behind her, you can see, you can see the moment Harrison Ford decides he hates Han Solo. Like you watch his eyes and you're like, uh-oh. Well, now he's done. We did get Boba Fett from it. Yeah. And the Mandalorian's sweet ass gun. Yeah. And the, did he write that thing in the special? What was he writing in that one? Oh, man. It was like a weird dinosaur thing, wasn't it? Yeah, I was wondering, like, is it the same creature from episode one of Mandalorian? Oh no, no, no. I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was bigger than that. Wasn't that the same animator that did like was it the Hobbit and was it Wizard? No, that was the Ralph Bashki. I don't know if it was him. Um, let me see. Or was it like heavy metal? I'm hacking the internet. Hold on, like... let me look. I'm in the DMV mainframe. Produced by Toronto Animation Nelvana Limited. They also produced droids and Ewoks. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lucas requested the visual style be inspired by Mobius. So that explains it because that's like a, like very, like heavy, that is heavy metal. So you were, you were very, very close okay. on that. Good eye, Matt. I did it. You know your pseudo comic book porn. <laughs> Wait, comic book pseudo porn. It is a comic book, but it was pseudo porn. Don't ever even watch it. Actually, I want to now. I saw a pretty good clip that, made, that kind of sold me on it. Uh, no, it's interesting. You should just make that a challenge one day. I'll watch Heavy Metal. I got no problem. I'm cool. I'm no prude. Um, all right. And then the the last thing I wanted to say I'm grateful for, it kind of touches on a little bit of what Alex talked about. And um, just for me, like, I, I'm really, like, legitimately, I'm super grateful for this podcast and for you guys. Like, I know that, um, sorry, I dropped a flash drive. I was trying to get emotional. I dropped a flash drive. Um, I know it's just like a goofy podcast, but it means a weird amount to me to do this. Like it's, it's my favorite part of every week, like hands down my favorite part of every week. And the, the weirdest part for me was like, even just doing the artwork, you know, I I used to draw when I was a kid and I just stopped forever. Like I just had no reason to do it. And I was always afraid to show people my artwork and I have 
book after book after book of things I've drawn that I've just never done anything with because I was always afraid of like somebody telling me it wasn't good. And it's, it's wild how just doing this podcast just forced me to just be able to put stuff out and just kind of accept that it's what it is and just go with it and grow from it or like, like it. Like in all honesty, I'd say of all the things I've drawn for the podcast, I maybe really like two or three of them, but knowing other people like it makes me so happy and realize that like I, I am on the right track and I can get better at this stuff and just having an outlet to talk about all this stuff we talk about and just kind of like growing the friendship with you guys. And it's just wild, man. Like it, it's, it, there's not a not sad way to say it, but like, I didn't know really what pride felt like before we started doing this. And the first time somebody came up to me and said like, Oh, I really like the podcast. And I was like, the, who, who's, like it broke me. I was like, I don't who like what podcast. I like podcasts too. Which one you listen to do? And it just really kind of shocked me to find out that there's anybody out there who remotely gives a shit about what what I say, or about what I've drawn, or about the dumb things I like. And it's been just so validating in a year that has been really hard for me to to have this to to do. Appreciate you, Mike. And I feel kind of like the asshole now because I'm the only one that didn't say that I was grateful for this podcast, but I am. You can do it now. Um, and you edit it so you can make I'm... it so you're always said it. <laughs> I said it at the beginning, actually. I was the first one that said it. Did you mean it? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally am grateful for this podcast. It definitely feels like an, an outlet. Like, um, I don't know, like sometimes I drag my feet when it comes to like having to do the editing stuff. But when I actually am sitting down and editing, it's like, it, it's it's fun. It's, I don't know, like, hearing us and getting to kind of be a little bit creative with how some things transition in an episode really like kind of gets my, my creative juices going. Like just doing that, the, the, I'll probably put at the end of this, at the beginning of this, the, uh, the, the Santa Matt stuff for an up, our upcoming episode with the, uh, the, re, the holiday horror stuff that we want to do um, was just, I don't know, like as soon as I actually got to sit down and record that, like I just had a blast and um might kind of touched on it but yeah like growing the friendship with you guys because i mean before we started the podcast i i don't know about the two of you how your friendship was but i mean i hardly talked to you guys other than like maybe com- making a comment on facebook about something that you posted or i mean mike before the podcast the last time i saw you was buying the the switch from you and alex i don't think i've seen you since you left uh the store that we worked at i think i, I interviewed over there a long time ago but other than that like i don't think that we were really friends before the podcast. I think we were more acquaintances. Yeah. At least uh, my relationship with the two of you. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty grateful for that part of the podcast. See, look at that. You came out swinging and you, 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 you got a good one out of that one. It's a dinger. Um, yeah, it made me really happy when the first week when I realized that you, cause I, in my head, I was like, Matt's so put together and he's just editing this. And like the second we're done, he's like sitting down and getting it done ahead of time. And the first time I was like hauling ass through the artwork and I, I put it up and you're like, oh yeah, I just started editing. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm not the only one that like, (laughs) I put off the artwork until the last possible second. And I swear to God, every week when you guys see it, that like three hours before that is me, like my hair up and like looking like a maniac, just trying to figure out like, what do I draw? What do I draw? What do I draw? I think one week is the, the only time I ever drawn the artwork ahead of time. Every other time I'm just like sitting there like a few hours before, before published going like, Okay, okay, I have to make three pictures and they have to be in a different style. Oh, man. And then once I sit down and start doing it, though, like you said, like once I sit down, I'm like, okay, I'm having fun with this. Like I can I can yeah. figure this out. And that's kind of my same schedule with the editing part is I don't edit it until the moments before it goes up. Like that's when I re- really do it. 
it saves us from having to redo it, I think. Because that, that's my thing is like the, if, if I had time to look at the artwork, I would find every error that I, fi- that I believe is in there or I'd find everything I didn't like and I would scrap it all and start again. And so like knowing I have to give it over and knowing I, at a certain point I have to be like, well, it's done. It's as done as it's going to be. Like it's weirdly freeing and terrifying. Yeah. My cat just brought me another flash drive. He is really big on these flash drives right now. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> more porn, please. Sure. I finished <laughs> hey, the the last one. Well, I'm more pissed off that I've been looking for the flash drive you just bought me for like a week, which means he had it. <laughs> what were you putting on there? My <clears throat> Discord again is going in and out, so I think you guys are saying nice things. <laughs> Man, you're gonna cry when you hear this the first time. We were so goddamn emotional and and open. <laughs> you didn't hear the part where I said I wasn't gonna put your track in. Yeah. Oh man, I missed I missed that part. <laughs> I think I definitely was uh, going back to work in retail. I think I, I talked to Mike a lot more just because we were in the same like gaming training convention. What, what was that like? A week training. God, yeah. Um, we train, just throw that yeah. shit away and not actually try. <laughs> not us, the company. We tried. We did a really yeah. good job. And so I think, were you there initially, Matt, or were you added later on? I can't remember. I was there later on because Mike wasn't in game, yeah. but I was in it with you and uh, it was Jared Omar. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's when I went back to that place where I worked on computers and hated life there. Mm-hmm. Just a string of hating life. Retail. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny is, is is the one thing that made me leave that place was that I couldn't even get a, I couldn't, I couldn't get like a, a supervisor position. Like I really wanted to like move up, and so I was like, no, no, no. And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go to somewhere else new. And then I become a manager of a place with like fewer people, but way more responsibility. And it's just like it's just been so ironic and funny. But I'm like. I'm so thankful for my time in retail because I think everyone should work retail once in their life. Dude, they'll appreciate it. And I think it makes you realize like how not hard a lot of shit is. Like it seems like a really hard thing. I'm not saying there's not hard parts of like normal jobs, but it, it gives you that moment where you can sit down and be like, like I don't have a stranger screaming at me right now. So I can probably figure this out. Yeah. Oh, if someone's if someone that I'm supposed to help is screaming at me, they get in trouble. That's, yeah, that's like, a good part. <laughs> you live in the real adult world where, like, if a person walked up to you and said like homophobic and racist things to you, they don't get to talk to you anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to sit there and go like, "I will call the police," and have them go call the police, and you're like, "Shit." I guess. <laughs> okay, I hope you're willing to be angry at me for the next 15 minutes while the police get here, then. Customer's always right. Customer's always right. Um, you should tell the story about when you got pepper sprayed at University of a uh, place you work. <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm the one that got pepper sprayed because I still fucking work retail. <laughs> Did you get pepper sprayed? Yeah, I got fucking yeah, pepper sprayed dude, like two and a half years ago. Nice. Was yeah, a guy was trying to steal ago? some goddamn uh, like a ten dollar cable, and he got to the front door, and I even <laughs> said to my AP guy, I was like, "It's not worth our time, dude. I don't want to detain this guy." I was like, "Just give me a second. I walk up and I was like. Hey man, we got you on camera. I just need my cable back. And he goes, F you N word. And then pulls something out. I swear to God, thought I was going to get shot. And he just pepper sprayed the shit out of me. <coughs> and then ever since then, you started be- building up your immunity with spicy foods. Yeah, that was, that was what started. I was like, I got to get on hot ones. Got to just, <laughs> just build it up. 
No, it was really I'm coming for you, Sean. Getting back to what you were thankful for with the internet, the weird part is, and this is just the most random luck. Like a month prior, I became obsessed with like, um, people that get pepper sprayed and how you get through it, and I was like. If I ever get pepper spray, I won't know how to handle it right because I, I was watching something. And I was like, the only reason it hurts is because you don't you don't react correctly. I was like comparing it to like when a cat grabs you. The reason you get scratched isn't that the cat scratched you. It's that you recoil back. Yeah. And so I was like, best thing with pepper spray. And so I had watched a ton of videos of people saying like, put your hand up, put your head down. Don't let it get in your eyes if you can avoid it. If it does, don't do this. Don't do this. And it was the wildest thing because when I realized it was pepper spray and I saw the stream come out. Didn't even think about it. Just went like head down. Like put my head down, my hand over my eyes. Negated 80% of it going into my eyes. Like the cop that came in literally was like, you took that like a champ. And I was like, yeah, thanks, cop. Sure be cool if you could arrest him though. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They didn't. By God, they arrest everybody who's like tries to steal a CD. But when we actually have like an assault happen, they're like, oh, we just, oh, we just, we're so far away. <laughs> assault and pepper spray. Oh, son of a bitch. Hell yeah. Um, definitely want to touch on this again because yeah. we got our... Uh, I'll, I'll bring in more stories like stories. That. Yeah. And I think all of us have a, a lot of uh, retail ones. I don't really have, have a, actually a lot of non-retail stories, I don't think. But uh, coming up episode, if you want to call into the, the hotline, uh, we're going to be taking in any stories that you have, the listener, of um, anything like... Any, any any like just bad holiday stories that you got like um uh, the retail one like mike just to- told um your uncle getting too drunk and took a shit on a table uh, <laughs> get into a fight with someone on black friday <laughs> um just let let us know and at this number that i'm going to edit in right now because i don't remember it off the top of my head it's what a great it right number <laughs> oh, I, was, I was just hoping that could be at the end of it yeah what what was that uh, number again alex that was great Ha ha ha. Uh, it's going to be 559 492 7526. That's 492 SLAM. We do have an email as well, which I keep forgetting. The, and it's spelled out. It's 3hrslater at gmail.com. So if you don't want your voice heard because you're embarrassed because it's all squeaky and weird, go and just type us up a nice little email. Click, click, click. <laughs> uh, actually, Alex, you want to lead us out now since you started the show? Yeah, so please follow us on Twitter. That's the number three, HRS underscore later. And our Facebook and Instagram is almost the same. It's the number three, HRS later with no underscore. Uh, we do have a super secret club as well. If you just want to post memes, talk about entertainment, there's obviously too much for us to cover. So please, if you want to just chat away with us, we're on there all the time, actually. It's the super secret club. Find us there on Facebook. And please give us a review on iTunes. We are at 49 reviews. Please be our 50th. If you are, um, screenshot it. Let, uh, send us a screenshot, and I'll be sure to give you some Three Hours Later merch. And Paul Chaser as well. Uh, you can find us in Three Hours Later or under Paul Nation. Boom. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed uh, it. One last thing before we go. I, I, I remember one more thing that I'm thankful for. That goddamn last season of Game of Thrones, which was full of shit, but we wouldn't be here without it. I think we all didn't like it, but we didn't like it for different reasons, and then that's why we started a podcast. <laughs> all right, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, okay. T-T-T-Y-L. T- <laughs>